Blog Talk Radio. Good day to you. It's Andrew Morgan, the Goals Coach, coming to you today on the Goals Coach Daily. And man, I'm telling you, today is going to be one of those shows where we bring the energy, we bring the fire, we bring the juice, and at the end of all of it, we are fine. We find ourselves in a place better than the place we were in when we started this program. If you're tuning in for the first time, the Goals Coach Daily is a show that's uh, sponsored by AboutGoals.com, a website that's dedicated to helping you to reach your goals and produce the outcomes that you desire in your life. If you get a chance, stop by, take a look at it, find out some of the resources that are available to you through AboutGoals.com. You know, I want to ask you, I want, I want you, give me, give me your full attention for just a minute. Give me your full attention for just a minute. Whatever you're doing, just give me your full attention. I want you to imagine if you could turn back the hands of time and relive the last five years of your life. Think about the things that have happened over the last five years of your life. All right? And think, you know, if you could turn back the hands of time, would you change anything in your life that's happened over the last five years? Would you, would you do anything differently? You know, if you are like most people, you can probably think of a few things that you would change. You know, a few opportunities that you would act on, a few decisions that you would reverse. But you and I know, as sure as the sun is sunny and shining, that you cannot change the past. We both know that life simply doesn't offer do-overs. There are no do-overs in life, but but there are an abundance of opportunities for us to do better. And it's in those do-better opportunities that a person can completely reinvent themselves. The reinvention of you is what we're talking about today on the Goals Coach Daily. And you might be thinking, when I say that, you might be thinking, you know, why, uh, you know, Andrew, why in the world would I want to reinvent myself? I like myself as I am. You know, reinventing yourself is not a sign of self-loathing. It's not. It doesn't mean that you, that you hate yourself. To reinvent yourself is to make significant positive changes in multiple areas of your life, thereby giving the appearance of being a completely new person. It's not at all about denying who you are. It's about becoming who you are. And I'm saying reinvention, the reinvention of you. But, you know, ladies and gentlemen, friends, Across the country and the world, you and I both know that some of us have never invented ourselves in the first place. You know, when I talk about reinventing ourselves, some of us were never invented, so to speak. I mean, who we are is a result of circumstances and situations that just kind of moved us along the path of life into into different areas. And in the end... Where we where we are is where we where we've come to be in life is where we are by uh, by happenstance. 
So if you have never invented yourself, if you're just the if you're the result of just your circumstances and your situations and your good fortune and your misfortune and and who this person wanted you to be and who that person said you should be, then this program is about then inventing the you that you want to be. You know, yesterday on the program, on yesterday's program, we talked about the adversity advantage, a book written by Dr. Paul Stoltz and Eric uh, Weinmeier. If you missed the program, you can hear the you can hear it in the archives. You can just go to blog blog talk uh, blogtalkradio.com slash goals underscore coach and and just go to the archives. And I say that because I know not everyone's listening um, to the program on the blog talk website. Some are on Facebook and on Twitter and other places like that, and some are on aboutgoals.com. So go to blog talk radio if you want to hear some of the archives and you can listen to that program. Um, Dr. Paul Stoltz, one of the, the co-authors of that book, Paul is, is actually the CEO of Peak Learning. And Peak Learning and consulting firm. And in the book, in the book, The Adversity Advantage, he shares the story of Sherry, who was, uh, and, and I'm saying was, but uh, at the time was an administrative assistant who worked for his firm. And Sherry was someone who had an unfulfilled vision. You know, an unfulfilled, have you ever, have you ever had an unfulfilled vision? You know, you can literally See yourself doing more and accomplishing more than you currently are. You have a vision that's not fulfilled. Well, that's where Sherry was. You know, she had an unfulfilled vision of of handling the grant writing for the firm. You know, she wanted to write the grants, and and she she could see herself bringing in uh, research dollars to their to their consulting firm. That was her unfulfilled vision. Now, Sherry had two things that were holding her back. The first one was her typing speed. And she could type reasonably well, but you know, she was hunting and pecking. She was just hunting and pecking really fast, all right? Now, when you're when you're writing grants, you have to produce big documents and you have to do them against tight deadlines. You know, you might find that there's an opportunity that you can take advantage of as a grant writer, but that deadline might be this Friday. So you've got a lot of typing. You've got some big documents that you have to produce, and there's some tight deadlines. So that was a that was something that 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 was a, a downside to her living that unfulfilled vision that she had. Her second, the second thing that that Sherry had uh, that that was working against her was her voice. See, Sherry had this really high voice, and it was really high, and she just felt as if, you know, if she was presenting, uh, if she was presenting a grant to, you know, grant presentation to the to the people who needed to approve it, that it just wouldn't go over well because her voice was just so high. All right, that's my best impersonation of a high voice. All right. I can't get any higher than that. All right, I'm sure somewhere there's some dogs howling, uh, or maybe not. But she had a high voice, you know, and she she, uh, she realized that that was something that would prevent her from from really uh, doing the thing that she envisioned. She just couldn't imagine standing there. She couldn't imagine standing there, and um, and and you know, with this high voice presenting. So. Um, those were the two things. Those were the two things that that literally uh, that literally held her back. Okay. 
Now, Sherry did something, though, that, that most people don't do. Okay, what she did was instead of just settling for the fact that she couldn't really do what she envisioned she could do, she began to reinvent who she was in those two areas. Now, you know, the typing part is that's easy. She took a typing program during her lunch breaks and that improved her typing. It wasn't easy because, you know, she was actually learning, really learning how to type the correct way. So it was a very tedious process for her. And it was somewhat embarrassing to, to kind of, you know, to be in that beginning typing class when she actually has been, she's been typing and doing her job for a number of years, but she, she persisted. She improved her typing and the other area, and this is what I want to key on that her voice, her voice, she decided that she wanted to take voice lessons. And so she began to take voice lessons. Um, once a week, she would meet with a voice uh, a voice coach, and and here's the thing with that that's that's it, reinventing yourself. I want you to imagine if if um, three months from now you were to sound like a totally different person. You know how would the people in your life feel about that? Would they kind of feel like you're putting on airs? Would they kind of feel like you're not really being yourself? Well, her husband he loved her and and loves her. But, you know, he really didn't want her to change her adorable little voice. He liked that high-pitched voice that she had. He thought that was cute. He liked that. He didn't want her to change it. But she realized that if she was going to do the thing that she wanted to do, she had to make the change. She had to reinvent who she was in that area. You know, sometimes small changes are all we need. But there are some people who are listening to me right now. There are some people who are listening to me right now, and they know that they need more than some small changes in their life. All right? There are some people who are listening to me right now, and they know that they need to make some pretty significant lifestyle changes. And when you start to make lifestyle changes, you are really and truly reinventing who you are. I work with people who are in both places, some who are making some, some small changes, some who are making some big changes in their life. And it's those who are making, the, who's, who's declared that they are reinventing themselves in a sense, for them it's actually a little easier to accept the fact that they need to shake things up. You know, I, I, I like to say, you, you know, you, when you when you shake up things in your life, you know, when you when you shake up things in your life and get out of your comfort zone, you'd be surprised at what falls from between the cushions. <laughs> And that's where some people are. So if you're in that place where, you know, a small change here, I just want to drop, you know, I just want to drop 10 pounds, but you also know that you don't, that, that you want a better job, and you also know that you want better relationships, and you also know that you want to manage your finances better, and you also know that, that you want, um, that, that you want more uh, overall respect and satisfaction from life. If you can stack up those things that you are trying to do, those things things you're trying to change, and you find that they carry across a multitude of areas in your life, then what you are talking about doing is really reinventing who you are. And if you're in that place, let me give you three keys, three keys to help you to get that thing done. 
All right, three keys, three things that that will help you in the process of reinventing who you are. The first key, and this is going to sound very different from what you often hear me say, and what a lot of uh, a lot of people who do what I do share. This is going to seem kind of contrary, but you know, but but hear me on this. All right, the first key to reinventing yourself is to take an outside-in approach. <laughs> huh? Yeah, I know. You you probably never heard me you probably never heard me say it like that cuz you know I'm always an inside out look at your thoughts, look at your habit of thoughts, look at your core beliefs, look at the, that's where I'm always telling you to start. I'm always saying if you can change that, you can change the outside. In the case of reinventing yourself, you want to actually start with the outside. Why? Why? Because when you do that, you make that declaration to yourself. And you begin to reach out for those low-hanging fruit, those things that you can do right away that will make a difference in how you feel about yourself. So ask yourself. I'm not talking about you know, going to the gym and starting to work out more. I'm not talking about eating healthy. I'm talking about something that you can do right away that will help you to feel better about yourself and that will that will, will declare to the world that, hey, you know, you got a new attitude, all right? So for women, you know, a new hairstyle, you know, something new. I'm, yeah, I'm giving you permission to go out and go shopping, all right? Give yourself permission to do that. You know, something that you can that you can wear that's going to make you feel like a new and energized person. Now, please understand me; it's, it doesn't end there. So I'm just this is where we start, because what we're talking about doing is making that declaration, is creating that declaration that says, you know what, I am a new person. I am a new person. So you start with the outside in. And let me tell you, don't do what so many people do. You know, Do you know how many people are waiting until they drop just another 10, 15, 20 pounds before they go out and buy themselves something new, before they invest in something nice for themselves? You know, in this case, I'm going to tell you, don't wait. Don't wait. You're going to work on those things as well. Yes, you're going to work on those long-range things. But I want you to take the reinvention process from the short-range, almost immediate changes that you can make to out to the long-range, lasting changes. All right? So start with an outside-in approach. And don't be afraid. Give yourself permission to do that. Is there, and, and beyond your physical body, ask yourself, is there something that I can change in my environment that will change the way I feel about myself and my environment? These are things that we very often put off, thinking that one day when, one day when. One day when I get the, this or one day when I get that new job or one day when I, I get a certain amount of money or one day when I earn a certain income, then I'll do these things. I'm saying find a way to do it now. Don't bankrupt or break yourself doing it, but find a way. You'd be surprised if your eyes are open to finding ways to improve yourself on the outside, you'll find it, and you'll find it within whatever budget you have. That's the low-hanging fruit. So that's number one. The first key is to start with an outside 
and approach. You probably won't hear me say this on, in any other context, any other format, because I'm always, 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 always telling you to work on the inside stuff. But in this case, I'm saying start with the outside stuff. If you haven't updated your look in a while, it's time to update your look. You know, if you haven't updated the stuff around you, it's time to begin to update it because those images and the vision and what you're seeing represents an old you, and that may be the thing that's locking and holding you into that old you. So start with the outside, uh, an outside and approach. Second thing, the second thing, the second key is to, ooh, now this is going to be, oh, I'm going to hurt some feelings here, but I, I got to say it, all right? <laughs> I know, I know, duck, it's going to hurt some feelings. All right, the second thing is to change who you associate with. If you are in the process of reinventing who you are, then sometimes you need to change who you associate with. Now, I'm not saying you leave those people behind forever. I'm just saying you need to make some new friends. You know, the late, great Jim Rohn, shared that uh, so that you can guess a person's income by the income of their closest friends. Did you know that? You can guess a person's income by simply knowing the income of their closest friends. And guess what? It doesn't stop with the income because the same applies with their attitude. You can guess a person's attitude by looking at the attitude of their closest friends. You can same thing applies with their courage, their happiness, their passion for life, you know, So be prepared as you begin to reinvent yourself to step out of that. You know, birds of a feather, what? They flock together. It, it, it's the, the story of the farmer who found an, an eagle's egg while working on his farm one day. And at first he didn't know what to do with that egg. And, and then he decided that he was just going to put it in the hen house and, and, uh, and place it under one of his hens who had several other eggs under her. Well, in time, all the eggs hatched. And out of the shell, out of that shell, the eagle came. And, and to her way of thinking, the, the, the chicken just thought. Oh, right. You know what? Sometimes you got to reinvent technology. When Skype stopped, I had to go ahead and call back in. So sorry about that, everyone. I was ta we were talking about reinventing yourself, and I was sharing the story of the, the chicken and the eagle. All right, so the, the farmer puts the, the egg in the, in, the, uh, in the hen house, and the, and the egg hatches, and, and the chicken looks at it, the hen who had it, uh, just looks at it and thinks, you know, that it's just an odd-looking chicken with an odd-looking voice. But she takes care of it just the same. Not knowing any better, not knowing any better, the baby eagle basically adopted a barnyard lifestyle. You know, he had barnyard dreams of one day making it to the top of the fence and crawling like a rooster did. Well, one day while he was in the barnyard, 
a huge shadow passed over him, and it was an adult eagle soaring high above. Well, the adult eagle looked down and saw the little eagle, and, and seeing that it was one of his own, he swooped down and, you know, with the mouse screech. Well, you can imagine all the other small animals just freaked out. They took cover because, you know, they saw this movie before. You know, they know that eagles don't just stop by to say, what's up? You know, hey, eagle stops by for breakfast, lunch, or dinner, and you don't even have to fix him anything because he'll eat the slowest thing running, all right? But the young eagle, the young eagle didn't run with the others. He just stood there looking in amazement. And the adult eagle looked at him and said, what are you doing down here? The little eagle said, well, I don't live here with the other chickens. And and then the uh, and, and then with an, uh, a look of awe in his eyes, he, he looked at the eagle and said, man, what kind of chicken are you? So the adult eagle spread his wings and puffed out his chest and said, chicken? Chicken? He said, I'm not a chicken. I'm an eagle. Man, I'm the baddest thing flying, all right? And let me tell you one other thing, all right? You're not a chicken either. You're an eagle. Eagles aren't made for barnyard living. The skies are our domain. You say, come on, let's go. Maybe the chicken said, a little confused bird. <laughs> the point of the story is this. The people that you hang around, the people that you associate with, reflect who you are in more ways than you think. You know, in yesterday's program, I responded to a comment that was left by a listener who shared that one of the most difficult obstacles to overcome is family who won't support you on your journey. And my advice yesterday and my advice today and my advice forever is to soar, you know, to take off, to do you, do your thing. You know, don't worry about the barnyard. All right? You can always visit the barnyard. That's the thing about the barnyard. It's always going to be there. You can always visit the chickens whenever you get them, whenever you have a moment or whenever you want to. But you have to surround yourself with people who are what I consider and what I call dare-to-do-it people, people who have some place to go and they're not afraid to get there, people who are flying at the level at which you aspire to fly. Leave the chickens in the barnyard. Get up, get out, and get going, as I always say on every show. All right, so number one, the first key to, to reinventing yourself, uh, as I said, is to take an outside-in approach, which is contrary to a lot of the things that, that I, I talk about on the show, but I'm saying in this instance, that's where you want to start. The second thing is to, uh, is to change who you associate with. You know, reach out to some new people who are doing some new things who are getting and going to that place that you want to go to. And the third key is to go inside to make it stick. All right? You see what we've done? We've gone, we've started on the outside end. But now to make it stick, you have to go inside. You have to do that internal work that we have always, that we've always, that we all talk about. Okay? And that comes down to what your core beliefs. You know, work on your core beliefs as you begin to reinvent yourself and to become this, the, the best you that you possibly can become. You know, work on your core beliefs. Know that it's possible for you to be a better person. Know that it's possible for someone to go from where you are to where you're, where you're going. Know that. And then know that you can do it. Know that you have the ability to do that thing. Know that you have the ability to transform your life. Know that you have the ability to, to reinvent who you are and to really enjoy life at this particular stage of life. Don't worry about the past. Forget about that. That's gone. Can't change that. There are no do-overs. There are only do-betters, and we make 
commitment from this point in time forward to do better. All right? The other core belief, and I'll just go through the seven of them really quick, is to know that you deserve it. Know that you deserve it. You deserve to be happy. You deserve to be financially independent. You deserve to be healthy. You deserve to be fit. You deserve to be loved. You deserve to have a little adventure in your life, man. There's waking up in the morning and and going to sleep as you go to work, only to find that at the end of the week you open your eyes just for a minute to say, thank God it's Friday and to make it through another weekend and start it all over again. You deserve more than that, man. <laughs> All right? You deserve it. You deserve more than that. You deserve some adventure. You deserve some spice in your life. You have to believe that at the core because if you don't believe you deserve it, you won't feel as though you can attain it. And if you don't feel as though you can attain it, it just won't show up. The other core belief that you want to work on is, is the belief that whatever comes up, you can handle it. I don't care. Whatever comes up, I can handle it. It might hurt. It might take me a minute to get through it, but whatever life throws my way, if I am not dead at the end of it, I can handle it because that's what life is. It's ups and they're downs. They're tops and they're bottoms. They're peaks and they're valleys. And if I'm in the valley, then let me enjoy the cool temperatures of the valley. If I'm on the peak, then let me enjoy the view. But whatever life throws at me, man, I can handle it. And you have to carry that around as a core belief. It has to become the very fiber of who you are. You have to also, the other core belief is that you have to like yourself exactly where you are right now. You have to like yourself as you are, knowing that you are getting better every day. As you go through this process of reinvention, tell yourself that. Affirm that. I like myself as I am right now, knowing that every day in all areas I am getting better. You have to know that people want the talents and the abilities abilities that you have to offer, and you also have to know that you have access to everything that you need in order to make this transformation happen. You have access to everything that you need in order to reinvent who you are. The difference in feeling as though you're lacking what you need to get it done and feeling as though you have access to it is that when you feel as though you have access, you begin to look. You begin to open your eyes. You begin to search. You begin to see things that at one point in time you could not see. That's the inner work. That's the inside work. That's the stuff on the inside that makes it stick. This is not about faking it until you make it. This is about becoming the person that you are truly capable of becoming and making the decision that what you have had to live with up to this point is not enough that you're no longer willing to, to, to settle for a fraction of who you can be. You're no longer willing to settle for just the crumbs that, that you're getting from life right now. Believe me when I say this. I don't care how long you've been on this journey. I don't care how many ups and how many downs you've faced. I don't care how many times you've tried to get started and you found that you couldn't get it done. I don't care about that. Today is the day that makes a difference in your life. Decide that now is the time that I'm going to reinvent myself. And if you need help, reach out to me. You can you can send me an email to uh, a Morgan at aboutgoals.com. That's A 
Morgan at aboutgoals.com. I'm here to help. This is what I do. For some, the radio program is enough. For some, for others, they need more. If you need more help, make the commitment and reach out for the resources. You have access to the people and the, the information and the knowledge that you need to make the changes in your life that you want to make. As I said, sometimes I like to do it either. Sometimes I like to do it loud. And we got through it even despite even despite the technical difficulties. I want to thank you for hanging on. This is a program that I think I may redo and upload, so I'll, I'll send out notices to everyone so you can hear the whole show if you've missed any part of it. But until we talk next, I want you to know that this is Andrew Morgan, the Goals Coach, telling you, as always, to get up, to get out, and to get going. For as long as you can draw a breath, I want you to live fully and I want you to live without regrets. I want you to know that the world is a better place because you are in it. Just make sure that what you do today is an affirmation of that truth. Until we talk to you tomorrow, 